You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Greetings, Webcology listeners. The ecosystem of the web marketing world is always changing. Technology, and more importantly, radio is evolving. Introducing the next evolution of radio technology for web marketers, the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen live, download new shows daily, and stay connected through our social media network. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play now. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 20th day of December 2012. I remember like back in the 1980s thinking about this day in particular, the day oh, before yeah. the My end of the done. world. Time for happy hour. Or the day You're already done for the day? Events. Yeah, because I used um, certified... And it's no longer the 80s anymore. Oh my goodness, it's, 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 it's actually here and I'm really not sure how to react. So, I don't know about you, Dave. Uh, I'm just carrying on business as usual. So, as usual, this is Jim Edger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we got a fun show, which I think is actually our last show of 2012. Well, and if tomorrow goes as planned, our last show ever, which is going to be sad. It's been a pleasure, Jim. It's been, it's been great working with you. It's been great knowing you. Um, now, I know there's a whole bunch of domains you were going to transfer over this way before the end of the world happened. You still... <laughs> I'll take them off your hands for you. That's cool. Because um, we have machines that um, will continue. Uh, whatever. We're all dead. It's over. <laughs> and everything. Could you imagine the world of the electricity? But you know what? It's not going to happen. So we really – we got such a tight show today. I, and I want to keep talking about the end of the world because it's just so stupid. I mean it's like talking about, about Yahoo a couple of years ago or maybe talking about what like you know Facebook and Google are doing to themselves. But – we have other stuff to talk about because we actually have a really busy show today. We do. We have. So we can't uh, we babble have... as normal. No, we can't. I do want to do a little bit of babbling. I've got some ranting and babbling to do. WordPress, you're going to hear from me in a couple seconds, but let's tell the <laughs> listeners what's coming. Um, 
It's the old and the new. This is our last show before the new year. We're not going to get. We're probably not going to get a show on next week. It's Christmas week, and uh, then suddenly it's New Year's Eve. Twenty thirteen is coming upon us, and it. You know, we talk about change all the time on this show, but this is particularly a time that is rife with change in the search marketing world. And so we thought it would be really good to get, um, well, Digital Always Media's uh, social marketing team, and unfortunately one of them couldn't show up. Uh, Michelle couldn't show up, but Bria Jordan is here. Uh, She's a Google Plus uh, aficionado, our Google Plus maven. but we also have, representing the old school SEO, we have David Harry, a.k.a. The Gypsy, and Terry Van Horn, a.k.a. Webmaster T, from the SEO Dojo and SEO Dojo Radio. They're going to be joining us to you know, talk about what's coming up in 2013 and how SEO should be working, uh, working their websites in 2013. Um, but, you know, looking back, 2012 wasn't really a bad year. It was actually better than expected, eh? <laughs> well, I guess it depends what side of the the cages at the zoo you were in. Um, but yeah, for for I think a lot of SEOs, it was a great year. Um, actually, for SEOs as a as a whole, unless you were getting uh, getting yourself into trouble, it, it turned out pretty well. Um, you know, sadly, if you have some empathy for some of your clients, but I'm sure you picked up um, a number as you know we did as well, and and I'm sure a lot of the you know, better SEOs did um, in the, you know, pandas and penguins and ransacking and, you know, uh, unnatural link warnings and stuff like that. And, you know, then you, your client base increases. (laughs) And, you know, for our current climbing, smooth sailing all through that, we did not get pecked by penguins. We did not get mauled by pandas. Um, I mean, a little bit of bounce here and there, but um, there's... Something to be said about good, old-school, clean site design, uh, clarity of content, uh, nice site structure methods that seem to work, eh? Oh, don't be talking crazy, Jim. Well, I don't know. I mean, I was talking crazy a few years ago when I said I don't like link I hate link building. I can't stand link building. I understand the necessity of it. I get all that. I, really, I, just, I just like I hate it. <laughs> I, I don't know that there are many people that are like, you know what I feel like doing today? You know what I would most love to do? I want to build some links. I think there are. I think there are people out there who sell it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got an email today from a company in England. I'm not going to name them. But it was, it, was, it was one of those unsolicited emails. And they were very clear on how they found my email address so that they could, uh, you know, not violate can spam. They were quite clear on how they – obviously, they've had complaints about this before. Um, and they were selling link building schemes based on PR, a PR1 link is $1, a PR2 link is $2, a PR3 link is $3. And they had this all spelled out in this very long email to me today. So I think there are people who wake up in the morning and go, yeah, I want to build links. Not because they want to get, be any benefit to me or to my clients, but because they want to make money off me. Right. Well, and that's kind of what a lot of uh, you know tasks boil down to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, that's a, I guess that's sort of like saying, oh, I want to go dig ditches today because I'm getting paid. Right. You know. 
don't yeah, well, and that's you know that's how that uh, that's how that goes. <laughs> you know, and I think everybody, you know, you and I, we have great jobs, and and you know, everybody in the industry knows that we we've got some some pretty good jobs. Um, but at the end of the day, there's tasks that none of us like to do, but you do them. And why do you do them? Because that's what it takes to get a paycheck. And what we like doing is that stuff that money buys. <laughs> you know, one of the things I had to do today to get a paycheck. I had to, um, well, manage WordPress updates because WordPress has updated its uh, its 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 kernel from three point four two to uh, three point five. Now, do you have a lot of WordPress sites out there? Uh, a number, mostly uh, blog, like not full scale sites, but. I, I do use them a lot for uh, for managing blogs and and things like that. But there's there's a few um, in our in our client base, and then of course you know personally as well. I've got a few. That three point five update came out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Have you updated any of your 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 sites yet? Yep. How did it go for you? <laughs> no problem. Uh, no, no problems. <laughs> Why? I, I'm imagining you had some problems. I've let's see, one uh, one city full of sites. Obliterated. I had to go back to the three point four point two restore. Um, it halfway through the update, it just failed and uh, just wiped out this whole slew. Of, ugh, really pissed me off. Um, I've had text realigned, links removed from uh, copy. Um. Yeah, one case I had a home page that the body text repeated itself twice, and all we did was update the version of WordPress. Nothing else was done. Okay, see, really and depends. if nothing else, Jim, you made me feel good today. <laughs> Indeed, I'm really not happy about this. So, WordPress, your 3.5 has issues. We need 3.51, like. Really soon. Three point four. If three point four point two had a big security hole in it, which you know, it's cool. Thanks for patching it. Um, point five has a big um, money pit hole in it. <laughs> Did you notice any um, any common trends? Like was because you you'd noted that it was mainly in in one city. No, 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 it, no, no, uh, no. It happened on a number of different servers. Mm-hmm. Um, on on a, in 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 a, in a number of different cities. Um, no, 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 no distinct pattern yet. Um, no common plugins or anything like that that might, have. um, not that I've seen yet. They all, there's lots of common plugins, but it wouldn't, they wouldn't have caused these problems. Now the, um, the diagnosis from where I'm sitting is five is 3.5 is sick and 3.51 is necessary. Um, I have put a thing out on in the WordPress uh, forums and out on on Facebook asking for comments. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it was this morning that I just threw my hand up and said, "Forget it. This is causing more work than than it's worth." Right. Roll back. Yep. Um, well, and you you have the benefit of knowing that if you're hitting these many problems on that many sites, a lot of people are going to be hitting those problems. They are going to patch it fast. Oh, certainly. Yeah, WordPress is going to be on it really quickly. But um, yeah. but I encountered this today, and I'm pissed, damn it. And I have a radio <laughs> show, so I get to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know something else I want to talk about? And uh, there, was, there, was a bit of, there was a bit of weirdness in the search media this week. Um, 
the Site Pro News debacle. Did you, did you see see what happened there? Oh, not Site Pro News. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Site Pro News. Search Engine Journal. I heard tale of it. I didn't actually watch it unfold. Okay. Um, now, what happened in Newtown? Uh, in, in 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 Newtown, Connecticut, was a tragedy. Was horrible. Was gut wrenching for everybody. No matter what side of the gun control debate one might find themselves on, it was gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not our place in the tech media to really talk about issues like uh, gun control. It's um, it's a it's a difficult topic to bridge, given that we're the tech media. You know, we're not the opinion yeah. pages, um, and our audience has a variety of of opinion. Well, Search Engine Journal published an editorial um, written by somebody who does not live in the United States um, about how easy it is to purchase weapons or purchase assault weapons on Google and Bing and how that has to stop. Naturally, uh, readers flipped out from a couple different directions. One of them was the, this is too soon, like, what are you doing making the, politicizing this in Search Engine Journal now? And the other was, hold it, you're factually inaccurate. <laughs> the uh, editors at Search Engine Journal didn't react well to the criticism and freaked out on the, commenta- on the commenters. Like, took it really personally. So personally, in fact, that they were, um, well, they were all let go on uh, Sunday. Lauren Baker, the founder and uh, the founder of Church Engine Journal, who maintains an arm's length relationship with the publication, um, wrote a mea culpa apology to readers. And former, former and again current Search Engine Journal editor, Melissa, Melissa Falk, was reinstated as editor. Now, Search Engine Journal is on a uh, campaign to a say it's sorry and b rehabilitate its image. It seems people were really pretty pissed. Well, as as they should be. I mean, I think you and I, we've been publishing enough on on a variety of sources for long enough. Um, you know, in in blogs and whatnot. That I'm sure both of us have said stuff that. You know, tear it over, you know, rake it over the coals. Um, you could find some flaw here or, or, you know, disagree with the logic here or whatever. That's what happens when you, you know, publish that often. But, yeah, that reaction and, and to now sort of attack um, people who have other opinions and, and people who are pointing out errors. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, I know I've had them where I'll blog and somebody be like, no, that's wrong. You know, here's, here's a, you know, here's some evidence to, to show that. And, you know, you send them a nice thank you. You, you sort of verify that their information is correct and, and you make the necessary adjustments to your document, not uh, you're an ass and I hate you. <laughs> like, like, you can't do that. Here, here's, here, here's something about the search engine optimization community. We're, we're kind of like pseudoscientists in a way. We're really fact-based, and we're really evidence-based. And, you know, I, I, I love to be proven wrong, because in being proven wrong, I'm going to learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not necessarily scientists, although many of us have science backgrounds, but we're not necessarily scientists. But, you know, we do peer test each other's opinions. And that's what they are. They're opinions. These are our best researched, 
guesses. You know, um, most SEO theory is exactly that theory. But you know, I'd like to remind you, evolution is still considered theory as well. That's a very good and probably extremely accurate guess. Um, we got to disagree, like mature, fact-based, um, <laughs> reasonable adults. And besides which, it's about tech. Um, but it does. there was a bandwagon thing that happened uh, around the Newtown, uh, the Newton, Connecticut um, uh, 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 slaughter, massacre, uh, murders. And one thing I do think that, that we can clearly talk about was social media's reaction. Mm-hmm. And at the onset... A lot of people on social media. I'm, I'm still, you know, days later. I'm still, still quite angry about this aspect. A lot of people on social media, going off of what the breathless 24-hour news cycle, news media was saying, targeted, fingered, and totally messed up the wrong guy. Now we saw a similar thing happen when that young woman in uh, British Columbia committed suicide because she'd been bullied. Again, the media fingered the wrong guy, and then social media destroyed the wrong guy. And this rush to judgment is in, in, in an environment like the internet, an environment like Twitter and Facebook. Once it's up there, it doesn't go away. You know, you can, you can say you're sorry. You can apologize to your blue in the face, and you've still called the wrong guy a murderer. You've still called the wrong guy a pedophile. And that doesn't go away. That's tagged to that person digitally for the longest time. And it just blows my mind how quickly people react and the damage that can cause. Well, you're right. I mean, I think there's it's a uh, the root of the problem ends up falling in, uh, you know, I, I'm going to blame Colbert. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's social media is following the news, and the news seems to be following the same trend as, as Colbert. Uh, which is uh, basing opinion on, on truthiness. Now, fortunately, Colbert is a satirist, and that needs to be understood, right? But you have, uh, and they're all doing that. Like, I, you know, you and I, and, and you know, this will sort of show political leanings, um, you know, or I, I won't speak for you, can, can sort of point fingers and go, okay, but that's that's Fox, right? Like, don't. Sure. That's that's Fox. But now you're watching like the, the, the sources that are supposed to be reputable, that are supposed to be um you know, not to say foxes, and they're they're good on a on a variety of points, but that are just supposed to be pure news, give it to me like it is, Dan Rather, right? Like don't take and, a side, and, just and, give and, me the facts. They're all acting like kids in a forum who want to be the one to type first. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like I used to rely on, you know, site, news sources like CNN and stuff to provide a more balanced, you know, I'm not saying my opinions are always right. Tell me why they're wrong. Right. And now it's just become the, the same thing that we're seeing on, on all of them. And so you know, at, uh, at an SCS New York, at an SCS New York, it had to be like 2008 or something. A guy, uh, a reporter from Fox nearly punched me in the nose. Uh, Preston. <laughs> Because I was making fun of Fox in the press room, <laughs> Prasco was there. He'll vouch for that. That guy was that guy was rabid. It was bizarre. I've never seen anything like it. Okay, we got we got guests coming up. It's going to be a really fun show. We're going to be we're going to be doing the old and the new. It's our uh, 
end of 2012, beginning of 2013, we hope, provided we don't all, like, you know, burn to death in our sleep. Um, we're going to be coming back with Digital Always Media's own Bria Jordan, and Bria's going to be joined by uh, the Dojo, the Dojo guys, uh, Terry Van Horn, Webmaster T, and David Harry, the Gypsy. But before we can get to them, we've got to pay some bills so that, you know, year-end doesn't look so – so year-end looks all the better. Uh, friends, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Happy Holidays. Whoa. Happy Holidays. Whoa. That's about the best singing we've ever done on the show. Yeah, when I don't say words, it really comes out great. Yeah, we're Michael Neal and Lori. Oh, the LinkedIn rock stars. Yes, happy holidays, everybody. We've, we've so much enjoyed being in front of you and being part of your lives, I hope. And I hope you listen to the show. Hope you enjoy it. And happy holidays. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm. Wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. It's always true. WebmasterRadio.fm, and over there in the over there uh, on the other side of the board, the guests are hamming it up. Okay, we have David Harry, aka the Gypsy, Terry Van Horn, aka Webmaster T, and we also have. Uh, Bria Jordan, I'm not sure what AKA you have. You're gonna yeah, have, we'll have to make one up. I'll we'll have to make yeah. one up. Yeah. We'll have one Everyone, everyone's gonna have one this week. This week. <laughs> you know, I'll and leave it to you, gentlemen. You do it. The bulldog. This is the old. <laughs> with, with all 
love and respect to Dave, Terry, myself, and Dave. This is the old and the new episode. Um, <laughs> we were actually going to have another person, another person on, but uh, let me do a little bit of background here. Um, Bria Jordan is one of uh, one of our staff here at Digital Always Media, and we were talking a couple weeks ago about small business SEO. Um, and lamenting how difficult it is to provide a full level of service to small businesses on the budget that many small businesses have. So uh, Dave Davies and I had the idea that we'd you know get um, our staff members to look into this and to you know write a set of guidelines for small businesses on the Beanstalk blog and over on the Digital Always Media blog, and. Um, we were gonna we were gonna do this on our show last week, but um, I guess Brasco, our, our our engineer and producer, fell very fell very ill on Wednesday evening, and our show last week was postponed, and uh, that brought us up to this week, which is going to be our last show of the year. So we figured, why not just combine two ideas and have a show where we. A bunch of old school SEOs talk about SEO looking at towards 1913 or 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born yet, then. Just a little before my time. Yeah, but not before mine. I remember. The man has invented the time machine. There we go. That's why they're retiring. I get it now. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Google Plus is going to be is going to be huge in 2013. Um, it's already quite important, but its importance was accentuated at the SMX Social Media Conference in Las Vegas two weeks ago, where Google basically came out and said, "What happens at Google Plus happens at Google." Um, so, Bria Jordan is Digital Always Media's um, Google Plus expert. We'd bring her on because. With all respect to David, Terry, David, and to myself, we are old school. Google Plus <laughs> new fangled VCR sort of thingies. I count my rankings with an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, I, I want to jump into it. Okay, this is going to be it's going to be a, a, a kind of difficult. Ringmaster of a of a show here, but or circus of a show here, but we're going to try to be ringmasters anyway. Um, starting from the left, that can of my, be taken a couple of ways, Jim. It can, <laughs> it can, my precious, it can. So starting from the right of my Skype window with Terry Van Horn, Terry Webmaster T. Yep. What's it going to be in 2013? What's uh, uh, what's a general overview in, like, 250 words or less? Okay. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Google+, Plus because that's the only real signal, social signals that they can get that isn't mostly blocked by either the privacy wall or just not being able to index it. Okay. So, you know, all these people who think they're getting all these social signals, well, you should have a look and see what's really indexed. And what? And from that, what is actually usable? David, same question on over to you. What he said? No. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, we're left and right arms here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's let's go with uh, what I my most recent preaching, which is is, is return to the concentration on on-site SEO, architectural, structural, navigational, all the stuff that goes on a site. Because as links become more precarious and become more financially difficult to obtain, you got to nail the on-site. So that's that's my one main uh, preaching point for 2013. How's that? That's an excellent preaching point. And uh, Bria, I wanted to looking at the on-site stuff. How would you, you know, merge on-site efforts with efforts in Google Plus? Uh, well, truthfully, I think it's going to be a really organic process because a lot of the benefits that you see in Google Plus are beneficial not just for customer use but actually for SEO as well. Okay. So I'm, I, I'm thinking that, um, especially now that Google has kind of gone after tools like Raven and saying we're not going to give you those uh, results anymore. I think we're going to see a lot more changes in Google Plus that's going to make it a little bit more user-friendly. Ranking reports used to be one of the most important metrics for search engine optimization specialists. I mean, that is what our customers lived and died off of, and that's how we actually explained our services to uh, to, to customers. You know, to this day, SEOs still explain their services in terms of ranking on Google. Terry, the other uh, last week, Google made it clear that it was not going to allow uh, third-party analytics companies to use scraped data in their yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty close. Uh, I think if you don't have an, Abby, uh, an API from Google, you're just giving them the finger and laughing. Okay, but some people who even had APIs were also incorporating third-party scraped data. Yep, well, they're making a choice. I believe HRFs uh, dropped the... Uh, uh, keyword data that they were getting from them and are just they did it. What they as, do well. as did Raven Tools. I guess the question I'm throwing out is: Does this change how SEOs have to explain what they do? Always should have been anyhow. That's my. I never really gave ranking reports. Okay, David. David Harry. Yeah. Um, again, you know, Flux has been around for so long that. that you take flux, you take personalization, you take the annotations, you take universal elements of search and how they come and go. You, you have to t- treat it more intrinsically. You can't be sitting there going, you know, I'm one, two, three, four, five. It just doesn't play like that anymore. So, you know, like Terry said, it's not something that, that we've ever focused on largely. Uh, well, you know, I got to throw this one over to Dave Davies because um, I want to get a chance to tell you how we do it. But, Dave, what have you guys been doing about ranking reports in the last? Uh, last while last year or so i like them <laughs> i yeah. just can't jump Fingers. in without uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i still use them run out of run out of servers i mean that's not to say you know digging into the analytics finding out the the other value adds that you have and um you know describing you know hey an overall traffic is up i mean you have lots of long tail you're not going to monitor every phrase that you're possibly targeting i mean that's just or, or that you could even think of or that might come in as, you know, sort of collateral benefit to, to the efforts that you're doing, clean site, good link building, stuff like that, and, and diversified anchors that are that are going to lead to rankings in other areas. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I'm, I'm an SEO, and, and when I'm being judged by my clients, they're going, hey, I don't rank for this, or hey, I do. Um, and I like to be able to have that answer for them and go, you see that green arrow? That's me doing my job. One of the ways that we've gotten around this, um, 
And I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually curious what, what, what you guys think about this. One of the ways that we've gotten around this is to stop giving ranking. We, we haven't given ranking reports. I don't like giving ranking reports because they're really subjective to the computer they were run on, where it is, you know, what other data Google's gathered about that computer or that computer user, etc. What we do is we give traffic volume reports from localized areas, you know, area, local areas relevant to whichever client we're dealing with. So we've seen traffic increase month over month over month. And that's how we're, that's our, our, one of our major metrics that rep- have replaced ranking over the last couple of years. Any opinions? Yeah, well, you, you know, Again, I, we'll look at them maybe with, with something like you know uh, search metrics or something. We're looking at a larger search visibility across multiple, multiple, multiple queries. You know, we'll also watch competitors because if somebody starts going down, what did they do? Have they changed something? You know, you can learn things not to do, things to do. I, I think again, it's sort of an intrinsic thing. You're looking at it, it when it comes to clients. So you know, it's more like you're saying with your you know had a client the other day. I think I think our, my rankings have been all over the place. This and that. Da, da, da. You know, I checked it. Said you know nothing's really moved a hell of a lot. And then I looked at the analytics, and it's twenty percent up in Google traffic from last December. I'm like, hey, happy days. <laughs> Stop freaking out! You're actually doing better than last year. So, and it's like you're saying, you know, it's that month over month, year over year perspective, and that's our job, you know. So, Bree, I'm going to be throwing a bunch of questions looking forward over towards you because I'm. I'm pretty sure that somewhere in uh, in Google Plus, you'll be able to draw a metric that says uh, beyond X number of like cheap of, of pluses. You'll be able to draw a metric that says, "Yeah, this is working." What well, would that there, well, there's already one um, thing on Google Plus right now that kind of gives some indication. It doesn't give you an exact quantified number, but it's called the ripples. And for instance, if you post uh, an article. Onto Google, you can actually track um, through it, the Ripple feature um, how many people are interacting with it, the size of their influence in terms of their circles, and just see how people are interacting with those articles. So I think we're going to hopefully see more instances of that sort of um, metric emerge next year. So I'm hoping that's what comes out because I, I really like the feature myself. Okay, a quick show of hands. There's five of us in the room. I'll go first. Not really. That's my answer. How many people use Google Plus on a daily basis? And okay, so Bree does. Well, yeah, but it's part and parcel to work. I don't, you know. Again, I don't, you know. Facebook's the where you're talking to your friends and what have you. So, you know, it's, okay. it's I'm not sure if it, I, I'm a marketer. I'm a good representation. Yeah, I guess I think I'm meaning personally as opposed yeah. to in a work environment trying to gauge the Google. You know, we, we, we look at Google Plus as a ghost town. Well, we uh, do, but I think that's not necessarily accurate because, I mean, as of January, there were 90 million people on it. 80% of them were on it weekly and 60 were on it daily. So, I mean, those aren't numbers to joke at. I mean, it's not necessarily ingrained into our daily life the way, you know, a certain competition is, but it's not a slouch. Okay. And numbers are growing month over month? I, I haven't been able to find a quantifiable proof of that, but I would expect that, yes, it is, especially now that they're making it so easy to integrate into every other aspect of your life, especially if you're an Android user. Um, it's going to become essential. It makes it everything so easy. 
I told uh, I told Terry this story the other day on the phone, and uh, Bree, you're going to be aware of this already. Um, but we were doing a report for one of our clients, and we were looking at social impact, and we saw um, lots of visits over a month from Facebook, and lots of visits driven over a month from Twitter, and then Google Plus, we saw single digits. So then we looked at the time duration of these visits, and the time duration was like um, somewhere like three seconds. So these visitors coming from Google Plus weren't people. I suspect they were Google bots. And yeah, I could go into the logs and, and confirm that, and I haven't, but I think my suspicion is, is pretty strong. <laughs> Those are Google bots. Um, to me, Google Plus is all about driving bots, much like a lot of SEO has always been about driving bots. Any any impressions? Uh, you know what? I'll I'll jump in here and go. I, I more or less agree. I, I think with the with the principle of what you're saying, um, which is. Uh, we're using Google Plus, like uh, from what I'm hearing here, and I think we're pretty indicative of the the marketing community as a whole, and probably the the world as a whole. Is we use it because Google tells us to, mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, and because it's a metric. Some days, so I better have a presence. But if you know you have a client who can afford four, three, not four social networks, is it going to be one of your top advisors? You know, would you tell them to spend their money there? I don't know. I'm afraid but I personally have. I would. They're they're funneling all the information through Google, and this is, you know, intrinsically related to anything Google. I think it's a bigger issue that people are not spending and investing in their Google Plus accounts. Only matters if people are plugged in. So if you're not provided as 50%, it matters. If you're not provided as 10%, it doesn't make a difference. Oh, come on. <laughs> who it, who has not provided of 10% anymore? I, 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 want- I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking a ball bearing company, something like uh, that. Seems to be commerce clients in that range still. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my For goodness. Sure. Um, we I'm seeing not not... Uh, provided in the 40 and 50% range. Yeah. What's SNC, Dave? 60? Yeah, Close Doge in on 60. Like 60 plus range. <laughs> but that's all SEOs, right? So, you know. We're, all <laughs> okay. we're plugged into the cork. And, uh, okay, on that, we have to take a quick break. Um, we have uh, another segment coming up. So, friends, stick around. We're going to be back in like 90 seconds, maybe uh, whatever comes after, 120 seconds, or maybe even more than that, I don't know. But we are going to be back. Uh, you're listening to Webculture here on webmasterradio.fm. Uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC SEOs, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stay tuned, please. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. 
MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated. Labs.com. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Ho, ho, ho. This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization, CEO of Site Tuners, and chairperson of the Conversion Conference. I want to wish all of you a rocking fourth quarter, a great start to the new year, and higher conversions in 2013. And that's in case we're still around and the world doesn't really come to an end. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm. Wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 20th of December, 2012, the day before the day of the end of the world. But... Assuming the world's not going to end, we're talking about what SEO is going to be like in 2013. And uh, this being our last minute, we're going to burn up faster than the Earth will burn tomorrow. Um, I I guess I'll throw the question out there. How is the environment going to change in 2013? It's time for your wild predictions. The ones that, you know, may or may not happen, but if it was going to happen, it's going to happen this year. The DOJ slaps Google. <laughs> no, no. That's not going to happen. Oh, that's not gonna happen. That, 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 that's fixed. It's already yeah, fixed. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Google's, um, off. Google's yeah. off from the DOJ. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, what, what can we say in strict SEO terms? More of the same, you know what I mean? Obviously, Google's keeping up with the clamping of down on things. You know, that's not going to change a lot. But I guess when we were on break there, and Terry, we've talked about so many times, I guess, is amplification. You know, yes. if it's if it's uh, tablets or cell phones or even Xboxes now, you know what I mean? Like the kid's got his own, you know, browser and everything else and YouTube's all on the Xbox, whatever. You know, it's all these other battle places that are going on around us. And, uh, is anyone really paying attention? Obviously, local and mobile we are, but, you know. Yeah, and you have to look at, uh, you know, when they were giving out the, the uh, numbers for the last Black Friday, right? 
25 percent with the web from more for the web right well that's actually mobile devices going over the web to compare prices so you know you, you got to keep that in mind and at some point that could all go into applications and then you know desktop is and we're seeing it the steady deterioration where you have Google now in their last quarter have said, uh, oh, by the way, we're going to merge uh, the the numbers for uh, mobile and desktop search. In other words, they aren't going to separate them out anymore. So guess what? That's like saying, yeah, we're going to charge you 15% more. <laughs> because uh, clicks from uh, uh, mobile are 15% cheaper. So it's almost like putting a 15% surtax on uh, everything. On the mobile clicks now. Certainly. Yeah. Cause, and the other thing is people were avoiding them. See, you could say, I don't want mobile. And Google's basically saying you don't have a choice now. Well, okay. So that's where the users are taking the environment. Oh, that's that's the future. The future is in mobiles. Like you gotta applications in general, yeah. And yeah. certainly, voice search is almost there now, and that's one thing we always said kind of held it back. Once that's all nailed down, pretty, you know, I I think you'll see that mobile search start going up even more. Okay, um, you don't I guess need a little the... keypad, right? You just boop, or you go, and they're starting to really get good with that. So. The apropos question is how do search marketers, people who've had their fingers on old-style keyboards forever, how do they react to this? I guess you adapt, you know. It's just something you start doing and learning new things over the years, you know. What, what do you always do? You adapt and, and move on. SEO doesn't die, even though we keep reading about it every bloody... See, I almost swore there. I made it that far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, indeed, indeed, we adapt. We adapt, but what do we do? Yeah. And that's what we've always done. So we do how do we approach the environment? Uh, yeah, we adapt for sure, but how? Subcontract to younger people and put your feet up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, no, you you use the responsive, uh, you know, responsive uh, design and okay. uh, move with the times. You know. Yeah, it's uh, market to market, and that's the way it's going to be. And 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 I don't think that. Uh, Dale's, uh, uh, that Bree is, is all that far off. You know what I mean? I, a lot of what I learned from any of this kind of stuff these days is talking to the younger generations of people, 20s and 30s or whatever, you know. It is a little beyond my scope. Who's using it? And even as a marketer, I don't think even, even if I was younger, I'm so ingrained in marketing, you still got to do focus groups and talk to people outside and in your target market of your client, right? Mm-hmm. See how they're using it. And also search engines. Like, I don't think really SEOs understand how much younger people will go to uh, YouTube to look for things that we would look for on Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. You know, my kids, that's the first place they go is YouTube when they want to find something. Then Google. One of the things we're seeing, and then Google knows this. Google knows that kids will go to YouTube to, you know, do a search for music where we might have gone to Google. Uh, Google also. Well, my kids will search anything and everything on YouTube. You name it. Yeah. Could be video games, could be, it's not just music, dude. Mm-hmm. Anything. Oh. Um, I get the sense, and I'm again going to jump back to the Google Plus environment, that Google senses this and is trying to encapsulate it, trying to incorporate it all into one big mega Google, like, you know, um, uh, uh, Mechano Google or whatever. Um, they were doing it, Jim, before even uh, Google Plus. Uh, when you look at Universal SERPs, they're all about uh, 
the same thing. That hitting all the things that people expect and people want are reflected always in the SERPs. Because the SERPs are really affected by uh, click stuff. Well, Dave is the authority on the click stuff. Right? Click bias, you mean? Yeah, click yeah, bias, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well and Terry, as as you and David know, uh, Webcology is all about the action item, and <laughs> and so I'm going to throw this over to Bree. Um, uh, Bree, is is there any salvation for uh, for webmasters for SEOs in Google Plus looking at the integration of all these other forms of media that 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 you know we're used to HTML? There's gajillion other forms of media out there now. Oh, there are. Um, luckily, Google seems to own most of them. And have the best one. That's the other oh, point you yes, have to absolutely. add as well, by far, head and shoulders. Um, I'm Truthfully, I'm not sure. I think we all are in a process where we're just all learning. This, this business is about evolution. Um, mm. And unfortunately, it's moving faster than ever. And I, I think Honestly, the best thing for all of us is just, you know, look at what are the young people doing? Because that's where our trend is going to go is what are the young people doing? What are their search behaviors? And look at that. Us old guys are dying off. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not dying off. You're maturing like fine scotch. No, I'm dying <laughs> off. I'm gone tomorrow. <sighs> um, well, I, I don't worry about that so much, Jim. I was been doing video SEO for quite some time so and always kind of saw different types of content I I guess I have a short attention span so I try a bit of all of it okay but we're also kind of in the content distribution business too right well, our, yep. our job is to make our clients content as visible as possible get it out there yeah and uh, that's where I think a lot of missed opportunity is, too. If you really understand the audiences out there, each step in the production of a video, yeah. actually, there's a place where you can distribute uh, promotion materials while you're building it. Okay. I've, I uh, those Go are ahead, techniques Dave. that Dave and I have been using for a while now. Go ahead, Dave. No, something we've we've kind of touched on here a little bit, but I, I'm really interested in everybody's opinion here. And I guess being the, the youngest member, Brielle, I'll point this to start at you. Um, but when uh, when Windows 8 launched, Jim and I were chatting about it, and, and as soon as I, I was sitting down, I had my laptop with my Windows 8 on it, and was looking at my <laughs> kids on an Xbox. Went, got it. Right, like there, there's the connection. This is why it looks stupid by my standards. <laughs> I, I want my start button back, but. Um, we're talking about, you know, the sort of how searches is, is expanding and how, I mean, traffic, I guess I shouldn't even call it search anymore. Traffic sources are, are expanding. Is this a, a case where Microsoft, of, of all companies, uh, you know, built a good engine, is, has an opportunity to really tear through? I mean, they, they've now got the desktop um, and, and integrate that uh, a little more completely with, uh, with the Xbox, which I know my kids use for search, and it's Bing by default. Um, is this a case where, looking forward, um, engines like Bing actually stand and, and Microsoft properties stand a chance to, to really push forward? I think it's entirely possible. I really do. Um, I think especially with uh, a lot of the privacy concerns that people are having with Google, 
um, they are going to look at other alternatives. And I think that's a really good opportunity for places like Yahoo and Bing to expand on that. Yeah, I look at it this way. Microsoft has one foot in the door in the living room, and pretty soon they will own it like they own (laughs) (laughs) Look at what's the top game, Halo, who owns what platform does it run on, and, you know, these guys didn't put all that money into gaming and whatnot. They're a lot smarter than a lot of people give them credit for being... Okay, yeah. folks, we're we're down to five minutes. Can, can, um, I, ask, can I put a wish let list? Let Dave have a bit. He's got some. Go can, for it. Go I, for it, bro. Okay, my, our 2013 wish list is for Google, and this is our Matt Cuts moment. Hi, Matt. Um, <laughs> we, we'd really like if they just stop penalizing people for links and stuff and just devalue them. You know what I mean? Uh, how We've all figured out what kind of links we could get to manipulate the system if Certain links stop working, the news will get out, and everyone will stop doing it, and then negative SEO goes away. You know, yeah, I mean? don't even tell us uh, if they're good or not. Tell us the risk factors. That's all that really needs to be done. I, I think that's the only reason we have that negative SEO lurking over the industry is because of the fact you can actually get penalized for them. So just devalue them, end of the story, we're done, move on, and everyone will figure it out. Okay. Um, we're down to uh, three and a half minutes left, so I'm going to really quickly ask, do you guys see 2013 as the year of the walled garden or not? No. We've, no, good. You, you know what I'm getting at, right? Mm. Um, I see that we've gone from the free and open web to a social media-dominated web, and the social media seems like it's just walled gardens to me. Um, that's, that's where my curiosity lays. You know, Where are the users at? Yeah, people still like having their faces out there, I find, you know. Well, I, I don't know the numbers, but how many Facebook people actually have their profiles blocked? I don't know. Okay. No, like, completely private, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, you know, few people I know. I have some private areas in mine. <laughs> I'm shocked, Terry. I'm shocked. Let's hear more. I'm horrified. <laughs> That's where I set up my appointments. <laughs> and I think even, Jim, since we're talking about young people, young people, I find, also don't really seem to have the privacy concerns that the older generations yep. do. Definitely. You know what I mean? I don't think there is concern, so that that I don't think they care about the wall as much. I, I think some of them don't. I think the majority of them don't, but, I mean, I certainly do. Uh, I'm one of those weirdos who does have incredibly high-profile privacy on almost everything I do. Right, but we, we sit around learning about what can happen, though. I mean, like, just yeah. the people who aren't in the industry, you know, younger folks, and not by and large that I know. But, I mean, yeah. at the same time, I, I think a lot of young people are, are just not used to the concept of privacy the way we are, so it doesn't bother them the way it might everyone else. We never they're, had they're, any. They're, <laughs> they can't get away with anything we used to when we were growing up. Like, I'm sorry, but if I grew up in this age, I would have been charged with so many felonies. It's not even fun. <laughs> My daughters was relating a story the other day here that, you know, she had, what I think she, she's like 14 or 13. She said shit on her Facebook. Next thing, her mom was on her Facebook wall going, well, what are you talking like that for? And, oh, go away, mom. And da, da, da. And all these little public family tips. I don't think people think about it. Every, everything's played out in the open now. So for the younger people, they, they don't care. They've just accepted the fact that it's not a concept they're ever really going to be familiar with the way we are. So I think that's going to play more in the next year than anything that um, 
and walled gardens are going to show us. Well, it's okay. Just- you know what? We've got a couple seconds to weigh in on this. Speaking of privacy concerns, what do you all think about uh, Instagram's pullback this week? You know, Instagram seriously stepped in it and then tried to pull itself out of it. What do you all think? Oh, is that the one where they were going to sell people's photos and stuff? Yeah, your photo, yeah. Your photo belongs to them now. We, joke, we were joking the other day. They were just testing the waters. Okay, let's we'll see if anyone says anything. Let's try this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's they see had the good attraction it. written beforehand, just in case, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I liken this a lot to, to the you know, Facebook's endeavors into it. And it's like, I'm going to take 10 steps forward and, oh, a little outrage. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little and move one step back. I think right? the, <laughs> first, the first search engines... Put the first ads directly in the listings. You couldn't tell them from a result. That's yep. the way it always starts, folks. <sighs> okay, there you have it. Um, that's uh, 2013. 2013, the slippery slope. Um, <laughs> it's going to be. I think it's going to be a fun and expansive and amazing year. And again, provided we all get through tomorrow without burning to a crisp, uh, I think it's it's it's. Um, it's going to be an amazing year for everybody. Um, we're going to see some serious recovery in uh, in uh, in our local economies, and that's going to spread rapidly through the industry. Um, but we'll know in the future, and uh, we won't be talking to y'all until 2013. Um, David Harry, aka the Gypsy, Terry Van Horn, aka Webmaster T, and uh, Bria Jordan. I'm so- we don't we don't have an aka for you yet. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, any, any shots before we go? Guys? No, we don't have an AKA for you yet, Bria. But <laughs> thank you all for having shots. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all right with that. <laughs> yeah, shots. Nobody told me we were having shots. Shot 20 years. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Guys, thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, Dave, we're, uh, we're almost done. Any, any, any holiday messages? Well, just, uh, you know, the, the happy holidays. To, to everybody listening, past for uh, for for some of our friends, uh, past holidays for some of our friends, and uh, talk to you in 2013. Yeah, um, on behalf of uh, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy Anything, Happy New Year. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't be stupid. And uh, tune in next year. Have a wonderful holiday, everyone. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm